there is none other who is like him. There is only one God and there is none who can be compared to him. There is one God and it doesn't matter how you try to erase him. You will always find him. His ways are unsearchable. So as far as you go and you try to erase God's imprint from creation, you will always find somewhere where God's serial number is in his creation. Do you know that when you have um, certain kind of... Uh, factories and they do certain kind of production that they have an imprint on the product that they have a serial number that they use to track the things that they produce i put it to you brothers and sisters that when god created us he placed something inside of us that would cause us to always remember him so you will find that sometimes, let's use the Jamaican context, even when persons do not walk in faith and they don't acknowledge Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, whenever they find themselves in a certain situation, the first name that they call is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you were to find some people and as bad as they were, if they're to find themselves on their sick bed, sometimes the only name that they can call is the name of Jesus. It wouldn't have mattered before whether they cursed God, but there is a time when it comes where every man has to acknowledge God. Hallelujah. He has an imprint on his creation. And so the writers, they agree that God is central to the establishment of the world. That God is central to the sustenance of the world. And that God is central to the expiration of the world. So let's go from the start. From the start, you will find God. And in order for you to continue, God has to carry you there. And when you get to the end, when you take your final breath and you close your eyes, you will find God there. And I can go further, even after death, when we would have been disconnected from this world you will still find God present amen both scriptures they acknowledge the rightful owner of the world they acknowledge who run things we are getting to a place, I believe, brothers and sisters, where more people are recognizing that some things are out of our hands and that there is somebody else who is greater, who runs things. Can I just talk to somebody right now? You, you might be trying to fix things and put things together, but there will be a time when you realize that there 
there is so much and no more that you can do there is somebody who is greater there is somebody who is stronger there is somebody who is mightier than you are hallelujah there is somebody who orders your affairs. The Bible declares that many are the desires of a man's heart, but it is God who orders their steps. It is God who orders their steps. You might be in a situation this morning where you are sick and you are tired and that's okay. But I lead you to stop leaning on your own understanding this morning and choose to lean on somebody who is greater. He is greater for he is the rightful owner. He is greater for he is the rightful owner owner he is greater because he's the rightful owner many people want to own your life and own your possessions but god will always be greater because he is the one who made everything that everything else was made from god is greater he is greater he is greater. We are living in a world where the enemy wants to own everything and own everybody and take credit for everything that is done. But I have come to New Gen Street this morning to announce to a set of people that every declaration that has been made by the world is false. But there is a God whose words are yea and amen and he is the right rightful owner he is the rightful owner so let the dogs bark the dogs know when to shut up when they see the owner them have to shut them out at the command of the owner the dog have to shut up in the presence of strangers or in the presence of friends when the dogs see the owner and the owner give the instruction the dog must obey Hallelujah, hallelujah, there is somebody who is greater, he is greater, in him we find the origin of all the attributes that you can find, every single attribute that you can use to describe a man's uh, influence that you can use to describe the height of a man's achievement you can find its origin in God in both cases if you look at both scriptures you will find these phrases yours is if you look at the book of Chronicles David said, at verse 11, Thine is, and he described something. He said, Thine is the greatness, and the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty. And then he went on to say, In the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is 
the kingdom. And then he went on to describe the things in the kingdom. Both riches and honor. Here it is. They come from thee. He goes on to acknowledge God's imprint by saying, and thou reignest over all. And he went on, and in thy hand. In whose hand? In God's hand is power and might. And he went on again, and in thine hand it is the authority rests in God's hand to make great and to give strength to all. And he concluded, now therefore, after acknowledging whose hand riches are in, after acknowledging whose hand power is in, after acknowledging whose hand honor is in, he said, now therefore our God we thank thee whenever you come to a point where you can acknowledge the source of these things that men run that men are running towards the response will be one of thankfulness the response will be one of praise the response will be one of magnification to God so we see then brothers and sisters the centrality of God yours is that's in the book of Chronicles if you go over to Jude you will see where the Bible says now unto him and it also says to you so I want to pose this question to us if you would permit me who is he? Who is he? And if you know him, I'm going to remind you. And if you don't know him, permit me to introduce you. Who is he? Isaiah prophesied that a virgin would bear a son in Isaiah 7 and 14. He went on to describe him and his innate attributes, not his name. If you look in Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7, we see where Isaiah describes who God is. He did not name him. He described who God is. He said, and he will be called wonderful counselor the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace let's go back he said he will be called mighty god he will be called what he will be called mighty god but if you jump back he said he started by saying that unto us a child, meaning a human being, is born and unto us a son is given. He will have 
human form but let me jump back by reminding us uh, that the person who we are talking about he is not just a man hallelujah hallelujah for isaiah prophesied and said he will be called mighty god the unshakable king he is not a thought he is not an idea he is not a myth he is not a concept he is not a philosophy the unshakable king he is not just a man he is god he is god he is god he is god God, he is the ruler of all things. He is God. He is not just a, a miracle worker. He is God. He is not like Elijah and Isaiah and Jeremiah. He is God. Hallelujah. He is divine. The unshakable king is a divine being. The unshakable king is the only God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So people will want to say that Rastafari and Heel Selassie is God. Can we debunk that this morning by saying that there is only one God and he is the God of the heavens and the earth. There is only one God. It's not Heel Selassie. It's not Krishna. It's not Allah. It's not any of those spirits that the revilers worship. There is only one God. And he was the God who was at the beginning. He is the God that is in the middle. And he is the God that will be at the end. The unshakable king. He is not an idol. He is not an idol. He is not an idol. You can't make him. You can't put him together. You can't fix him up. You can't carve him up. You can't. My God Almighty. You can't put him on a spindle. You can't put him on a wheel. You can't put him in a box because he is God. He is God. God, when they brought the Ark of the Covenant into the place where they rested the other gods, the other idols, the Bible tells me that when the presence of the Almighty God hit that place, that the idol that was set up, it fell. I am declaring this morning that before the presence of the Almighty God, every idol, every fashioned thing that we can see and every fashioned thing that we cannot see, they will fall before the presence of the mighty God. Show me the tomb of Heel Selassie. He is still there. Show me the tomb of Krishna. He is still there. Show me the tomb of the prophets of old. They are still there apart from those who were transitioned by the Holy Spirit. But their bones are still there. But if you go to the tomb of Joseph of Arithmathia, in Africa, you will not find the bones of Jesus Christ, for he was risen, the mighty God, he rose.
from the dead. He rose triumphant. The mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The idol was shaken, Bishop, before the presence of the Almighty God. But if you show me this world, you show me a place that is being shaken up. COVID-19 has shaken up this world. People don't know them head from them foot. People have left church and gone. People have isolated themselves from the fellowship of the believers. People have isolated themselves from the fellow families things have shaken up but I thank God I thank God that in the middle of the shaking I can hold on to a God who is unmovable I don't know about you this morning but I know of a certainty that I am standing on a foundation that cannot be moved my health might move but God will not move my family may move but God will not move the Bible declares that when my mother and my father forsake me when they move out and gone when they all shake up my God he will never leave me him not go leave me. Him not go leave me. The foundation sure. And me if you go get up and go about my business. But I know of a certainty that God won't leave me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prime ministers will change. But God will not change. The rulers of the WHO will change. But God will not change. Doctors will change, but God will not change. The world systems will change, but God will not change. For the word of God says that behold, I am the same yesterday, today, and even forevermore. That is the unshakable king. He is the unshakable king. When we talk of the kingdom of God, we're referring to the unshakable king. He is a foundation that will not move. He won't move. He won't move under COVID. He won't move. Whatever other plague may come, he won't move. If a tsunami should come now and wipe out everything and everybody, he won't move. If an earthquake should come and open up the earth and swallow everybody, he won't move. If a fire should come and engulf our bodies, he won't move. If the water should fill us up, he won't move. When we decay and we go back to this earth, he will still be here. He won't move. The unshakable king. The unshakable king. When the foundations of this world are crumbling, the unshakable king will stand. He doesn't need a foundation to hold him steady. For he is the foundation. He finds rest. He finds stability. He finds security all in himself. The unshakable king. He is the mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
though this flesh can I encourage somebody this morning though your flesh may be destroyed like Job I am certain because of the unshakable king that I serve that yet still with my eyes I will see God what a mystery it is now when my eyes are closed and I don't have any connection with my family or my friends or the church I can still have a connection with the almighty God. God is able to bridge the divide between life and death. For he is the almighty God. God. Oh God, can I go a step further? When you're in a position that many of you are now, where you would have lost your relatives and your friends, and you're shaken up in your mind, and you're shaken up in your spirit, there is a God who is called the Prince of Peace. There is a God who will allow a bridge to be created between your divide and the divide of the underworld and the divide of the of 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 of, of, of death. He is able to provide you with peace. 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 Peace, not the peace that the world gives because the world's peace is fleeting, but he is the prince of peace. He orders peace. He orders peace. I sense this morning that there are some people who are troubled in your minds. And you are troubled in your spirit. But this morning, hear me and hear me. Hear me well. You don't serve a God who gives you dibby dibby peace. You serve the one who orders peace. Receive peace this morning. I remember after God, after Jesus healed that woman, he said, go in peace her mind was troubled but jesus said go in peace i am saying to somebody you have work tomorrow Go in peace, for the Prince of Peace is with you. You might have something difficult that you're going home back to. But hear me this morning. Go in peace, because the Prince of Peace is with you. Who is he? Hallelujah. Matthew, he gives us some more insight. Matthew in the book of chapter 1 and verse 23 and verse 21 he said and they shall call his name Emmanuel which is interpreted what for it was not just a case brothers and sisters I hear Lord it was not just a case that there would be the abiding presence of God in the form of a man walking on earth. But it was also a prophetic utterance to declare that after Jesus would have left, he would have left his spirit of peace, the comfort of the Holy Spirit. So even so, peace would still be here. 
Emmanuel, God with us. And it goes back to say, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Thou shalt call his name what? I would believe that as children of God, something must happen when you call the name of something must happen when you call the name of Jesus I don't know what you're going through this morning but I can tell you that something will happen when you call the name of Jesus for his name is not just another name for the Bible tells me in Acts chapter 4 neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved but at the name of hallelujah we are looking for solutions in many places but can i point you this morning you just need to look to you are looking for healing and deliverance this morning but i put it to you that you might be looking in the wrong place look to if you want healing this morning look to if you want deliverance this morning look to if you want restoration this morning look to if you want revival in your spirit this morning look to look to jesus look to jesus look to jesus some of you have been looking all around the place you look for your tail like a dog but i encourage you this morning that you need to Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus, man. Your eye come after him too long. Look to Jesus. You're focusing on the wrong thing. Look to. Look to Jesus. For Jesus is Emmanuel. For Jesus is the Redeemer. I know the part you're kind of touchy, but I'm going to say it anyway. Touchy. We still say it. We are in a time where there is a lot of division on who should do what concerning a controversial substance. And there are many people who are saved and who are unsaved and have found themselves where they are looking for salvation in the controversial substance oh yes but there is a problem that has existed before covid there is a problem hallelujah that has existed before measles there is a problem that has existed before chicken pox there is a problem that has existed before hepatitis A and B. There is a problem that has existed before HPV. There is a problem, I hope you see where I'm going with this, that has existed before all of the cures that has been found for this human body. The problem is called sin. People are run up and down. 
all over the place. Help me, Lord. I'm not stepping on anybody's toe, but this is a message that you must receive in your spirit. People are running up all over to be bungled in places to take the controversial substance, but people don't want to come to church. You hear me? You hear me? People are worried, Bishop, about this physical body. And I'm not saying you're not supposed to take care of yourself. But when your concern uh, goes over, when your concern about your physical body trumps that of your spiritual body, you're in a problem. The problem that this world is facing is sin. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. What separation from God? We're not talking about separation from this physical life. We're talking about separation from God. And man, no business. People no care. People not care that your soul is going to be lost when you don't profess the name of Jesus Christ. Check yourself this morning. Check yourself this morning. Oh God Almighty, when you're finished with your physical thing, they give you a little paper to show that you have it. I hope everybody following me, you know. They give you something to show that you have it. You have it fully. That's how you're physical. Check your spiritual vaccination paper. God Almighty. Check your, your spiritual vaccination sheet. Your card. Jesus of mercy. You have a physical sheet in, in this world to say that you have it, but when you're looking at the spirit, you're blank. God Almighty, if you are to die, now hell will be a portion because you don't have no Jesus. My God Almighty, I feel a burden for this world because we have found our focus at the wrong place. Where is Jesus in your life? Where is Jesus in your life? There is no satisfaction without salvation and salvation is found in Jesus. God Almighty, God Almighty, you can have full dosage, but if you don't have Jesus, you have got hell. Can I preach like this in here? There is still somewhere called hell, and we need to repent and call the name of Jesus. Turn your lives around this morning. Get full dose of Jesus. You don't have to go one time. You don't have to go two times. You just need a single dose. Take a single dose of Jesus Christ this morning. You just need one dose of Jesus. One dose. Call him name one time from a penny. A, 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 a. 
can't even remember the word. A penitent heart, thank you. Call him one time from a true heart. And he will save you. For he is the redeemer of men from their sins. He is the unshakable thing. The unshakable king. Who is he? John the Revelator gave us another glimpse of who Jesus is. At the beginning of the book of Revelation, John the Revelator heard a voice. And the voice said that I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord. That was at the beginning. And then in Revelation chapter 22 and 13, the Bible says, Jesus said, the Redeemer said, the Deliverer said, Emmanuel said, the Messiah said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. The unshakable king is eternal. That's it. The unshakable king is eternal. Uh, we are, when, when, when we look at the, the, the book of, chap, of, of Psalms, rather, chapter 19, verses 1 and 2, here's what Moses said. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place. In all generations before the mountains were brought forth or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting thou art God. The unshakable king is from everlasting to everlasting. If you look to the east, you will find him. If you look to the west, you will find him. If you look to the north, you will find him. If you look to the south, you will find him. You just need to look. Tell your neighbor, look. Look again, man. That is Bishop's word there. Look again, man. For if you look, you will find him. Sometimes we don't want to acknowledge him, but it doesn't mean that he's not there. Look again. Look again. For the unshakable king is present. The unshakable king is the king of kings. The unshakable king is the king of kings. In time gone by, you would have what we call the king and the Lord. So the Lord would answer to the king. And in some settings, the king would answer to the emperor. Yeah? There, is, there are some persons as well who would want to refer to an emperor as the king of kings. Because he has authority over all kings. But if you look at Chronicles, when the great King David looked at the fact that he 
was making a house. He was setting things in order to make a house for the Lord, for God, the great king, one of the greatest kings that has lived. He looked at it and he said, thine, O Lord. He acknowledged that there is a king above him. There are persons in this world who don't want to acknowledge him. But when we look at the context that the king was able to acknowledge another king. You have some other people who don't want to acknowledge him at all. And this is the context in which Jude was speaking. Because Jude was speaking from a perspective of a normal man. Where normal men do not want to acknowledge him as king. But whether you want to acknowledge Jesus as king or not. It doesn't change the fact that he is still king. Acknowledge him if you want to. That's all well and good. If you don't, you're not going to do nothing to him. Because he doesn't sit, he doesn't reside on the praises of men. The Bible said that if we don't want to praise him, he has the power to raise up rocks to praise him. You stay there. You better not make no rock cry out in your place. I just got a revelation. You know that sometimes, yes, when you have dust and it fossilizes, it turns into rock. Watch this. The Lord just gave it to me. There are some people where the Lord has to take them down and turn them back to dust. The Lord has to turn you back to dust and put you in the ground where you turn fossil, where you turn rock. And you become again a part of original creation. Where you will be a part of a plant that will sprout up to give God glory. Do you know that these plants are giving God glory? They don't have a voice. But they're giving God glory with their beauty. The sun doesn't have a voice. But it gives God glory with its radiance. Don't allow God. To have to put you down to put you in another farm so that you can give him glory he has given every one of us here purpose and he has the power enough to ask anybody for it he has it he doesn't have to go to anybody to ask for permission he has it so regardless of what you're going through this morning, and even if you're looking around in your local, you're looking around in this world, and you're seeing a world that is shaking, remember that you are a part of a kingdom that is being ruled by an unshakable king. God bless you.